Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's YesKingOliver. Tati, bye. Patients um, started to sell soy products because they saw that it's so... Um, you know, popular, and then the quality of the soy um, got so low that it's it's not even healthy anymore. It's not even good the way how they um, process it all, and also create you know the whole GMO thing, like to make more and faster and all of that. So the original purpose of you know creating a good uh, like from soy, creating um, good substitutes for people who wanted to. Um, maybe drink soy milk and substitute that for normal milk and things like that became this huge thing that is not even good for our bodies anymore because of the way how it's processed. And the whole point of it was to have a good substitute for the body, but now it turned into something that is not even good for the body anymore, at least in my opinion. And um, as you said, it's it's what was the whole point <laughs> corporations turned it into a point in making money of course and yeah i think that awareness again and everything is so key and to understand um why we do things that we do and also the reasons behind um why we make certain decisions and to really yeah be aware right again also with the whole um vegan lifestyle i think many people also after time and maybe forget what was the whole point why why did i decide be, to become vegan is to support animals in a way but that's also like a huge thing because like um supporting animals can be done in so many different ways and also be neglected in so many different ways right yeah it's almost it's, like you, you wanted to do a good thing by not eating animals and now you start eating all this vegan supermarket crap which is fucking up your body and then you sort of you die from being a good person, right? Just imagine in years to come, all this vegan processed shit ends up fucking up your body, yeah? And then and then you realise, so I was a good person, I wanted to help the planet, and I ended up dying because I was putting all this fake toxic crap in my body. That is awful, right? To be such a good person and then dying because you're so vulnerable or not self-aware of how the big world works you see vegan i'm eating this vegan beef burger i'm supporting the planet in my mind or i'm protecting animals why should i lose out on not having good food like fast food when you know everyone else is and they're selfish and i'm a good person so no do you know what i'm gonna have this beef burger or this vegan burger and i'm gonna enjoy it so but they're, they're unaware of the whole system and it is sad so what i wanted to say is, is that this all comes down to um rhythm and um alignment so I can see behind you, you've got your, your curtains open. I haven't used curtains for seven years, right? Which means when the sun comes up at 5 a.m. in the summer, of course, because mm -hmm. it doesn't come up at 5 a.m. in the winter, um, my body is getting used to, my body's waking up, my, my brain's getting the energy, my body's getting the energy, my eyes are seeing light. My It's like a plant. If you put a sun in front of a plant, or plant in front of a sun, it's going to respond and do stuff. First thing a paramedic does is if you're unconscious, they put a light in your eye to see if you're oh, conscious or you're not dead. Yeah. So if my eye is responding to that small torch in my eye, then my body and my eye, just like a plant, is responding to the sun coming through the window. And I never yawn, right? It's so interesting. I never yawn. Mm -hmm. That's because I, I literally am in sync. I wake up at the same time, I go to bed at the same time, the sun comes up at the same time. We're not supposed to wake up when the sun doesn't come up. We're not supposed to wake up one day at four, the other day at six, and then half five and then sleep until it's not it's wrong. 
You need consistent energy. The birds come up at the same time because the sun comes up. The plants grow at the same time because the plants grow and they, they close up at nighttime when it's dark. We're the same damn thing. We respond on the same thing. But yet, yeah. like humans, we fuck it all up and we don't. We set alarms, we have fake light. And just by eating my, I call it my keto nut meal, I have the same energy levels throughout the whole day. I can, I, yeah, my stomach gets a bit rumbly at whatever, but I just drink water. But in terms mm-hmm. of energy, I'm never exhausted. I never yawn. And I see people eating and they're tired and they're exhausted and they yawn. It's literally the opposite. So anyone listening right now, if you struggle to sleep, I truly recommend ripping down your curtains, right? Ripping down your curtains and just see what happens. You can still set alarms if you've got jobs to go to, but don't have curtains. You think you'll start waking up when the sun rises at four? In the early stages, yes. But once your body realizes that the sun isn't going to go anywhere, right? Your body, you'll have so much energy. You've got to trust me on this. Take your curtains down. Do not have curtains and just watch your energy levels and your mood and everything. Just watch. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we have a biological clock and um, oftentimes we, we neglect that, right? And go to bed very late, as you said. Even like led lights messes up with our biological clock and you know like you know sitting in front of the screen if we're going to bed um especially with the blue lights it it also messes up um our our body to you know to to truly switch off when it's time to go to bed however what i will say is that i do believe like i said addiction that there if you're a weak person weak-minded or weak energetic person then you're going to struggle to have control over yourself, a.k.a. willpower. So if, for example, you're a strong-minded person, and I've studied this, I've seen it, you can stop smoking just like that because you choose to smoke. So you have control over the substance, whereas a weak-minded person who doesn't have control over their brain lets the substance take control over them, right? So therefore, it's not truly the substance which has control over the body. It's the body in the first place that, if it's not strong, can't, override what's coming in so my dad for example he watches tv until like one in the morning and he can fall asleep in seconds he's a strong-minded person i have coffee before bed i fall asleep in seconds so if you're a strong-minded person you can counteract the chemical thing that's in your body if you're a weak-minded person then that thing takes over you that's why i say addiction is nothing to do with the substance it's to do with the person having the willpower to then control those compulsions and urges to do something, to watch porn, to watch TV, to have a pack of crisps, to have a cigarette, to have a glass of wine, to do this. If you've got no control over your brain, then you'll have no control over the substance, right? If you have control over your brain, you control the substance. Right. I would also say, though, that strong-minded people wouldn't even go that far to take these substances, maybe every once in a while, but they wouldn't even start with that because they don't have the... Uh, they don't feel the need to even take that because they're, they're vibrating focused. on a higher life yes and their focus is somewhere else and usually that's the thing like these these substances are used against people that um i don't want to say you know that are lost in a way but people who deal with a lot of emotional stuff and who who want to distract themselves from things because substances numb yourself like numb your feelings in a way or kind of distract you from the moment that you don't want to be in or you don't want to be feeling what you're feeling and things like that 
So these these um, substances are targeted towards people that want them in a way to 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 just forget what's what's happening with within them, and that's why um, and that's also what we're not really trained to do from when we're young to really deal with our emotions, to sit with our emotions, to do the inner work that is so necessary in order to become a strong person because a strong person does the inner work, a strong person deals with the things that come up in life and. Um, truly know more or less where they want to be headed with their lives. So, for example, right, heroin, if you're in in a crack house, right, and you've got nothing else to do apart from wait for the next shot of heroin, then that's all you're going to think about, right? So you could say this person is addicted, he can't stop because I'm telling him don't take it, and he has to take it. If I'm sitting doing nothing, and I'm thinking of McDonald's or Doritos or going to the park and I've got nothing else to do apart from that one thought sooner or later I'm going to go to the park I'm going to get a McDonald's I'm going to have a Doritos if for example I inject myself with heroin a hundred times right now right and I go on a bike ride I go to the cinema my mind's engaged I go for a walk I go out for dinner I go to a friend's house I go go go-karting I'm skydiving I can Mm -hmm. guarantee you if I'm jumping out of an aeroplane and I'm in that moment of, holy shit, this is amazing. I'm not saying, stop, 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 bring it back up to the plane. Give me some heroin. My body needs some heroin. I can guarantee it's not going to happen, right? My mind is focused on something else. And therefore, it isn't focused on the one thing that makes it feel good. So it's not the drug or the thing that's addictive. It's our minds not having control of our thoughts. If you think, you do. And the more you think about something, the more you have to do it. If you are doing something, you know, if you're sleeping... If you imagine you inject some heroin, right? If you're awake, you, there's nothing to do. I want to do it again. If I'm sleeping, I'm not waking up thinking, oh, I need to do it again because I'm sleeping, right? So if you're skydiving, if you're chatting, if you're playing football, you're not going to be like, hang on a sec, stop, stop, stop the match, blow the whistle, ref. Just going to inject myself and go back. Your mind's engaged elsewhere. So do you understand? That's what addiction is. It's your inability to control the compulsions in your brain. Right. And that comes down to then how focused can you be? And nowadays we live in a society where people have a very hard time being focused with anything long term. We are so distracted with everything that's around us that does affect our way, the way how our mind works. Like, you know, this whole um, social media situation as well. Like we, we have a hard time focusing on anything that's longer than 30 seconds. If we see there's a video that's like three minutes, most people don't, you know, <laughs> not going to sit there and watch a three minute video because it's like takes time to really focus and concentrate on things. And we go through things really quick. Like even if you see a post with a really long caption, most people will not take the time to read it. I mean, it's even hard for me sometimes. I realize that it's it's definitely challenging sometimes to be focused on something for a longer period of time. And that's, that's where um, I guess awareness is like key and to understand, okay, my mind is, I'm having a hard time being focused and I'm training that to learn to be more focused and to understand how can I um, be more present with the things that I do in the moment. And that also comes back down to health, how healthy is your body in order to be able to be focused on things. Because if your body is tired, if you don't sleep enough, if you don't drink enough, if you dehydrate it, if you don't have the right nutrients, then it's even sometimes can be more challenging to be focused and to be, you know, have a healthy mentality towards everything in life. 
it's yeah, all fine connected. Exa- <laughs> fine example is, right, I used to have like five packs of crisps a day when I wasn't doing anything. When I didn't know what the fuck to do in my life, I wasn't doing anything but watching Netflix and therefore I'd have a pack of crisps. And because there's nothing else to do, I would think, what makes me feel good? Crisps. So yeah. I get another pack. And again, it's the same cycle, the same as a crack addict on the couch and fuck all this life, yeah? So therefore, you would say, like a heroin addict, I'm addicted to crisps because every time I think, I eat them. My parents say, don't eat them, use your willpower, and I have to do it, right? But then, say, two weeks later of not fighting the urge for crisps, but knowing I want to stop eating them, every time I get the thought to eat crisps, I would do it. And every time I would do it, I'd feel guilty because I told myself I shouldn't be eating crisps. So now I go from thinking about crisps five times to four times to three times to two times to one time to no times. So therefore, I wasn't addicted to crisps. I didn't have the ability to control my thoughts. But if you have the ability to control your thoughts, then you can control the the the, the thoughts, basically, in the action, which is it's powerful because if people are getting treated for addiction for for say the substance and then putting themselves some methadone instead of heroin well the reason why they're on it in the first place is still there he's got fuck all to do this life he's at home doing fuck all he's got no job he's doing fuck all he's bored right he doesn't even go for a damn walk so the brain's gonna think okay what makes me feel good heroin if you fight the urge for something you want more of it and he's got nothing else to do like the crisps thing so i knew this that if i keep eating the crisps and get it out of my system not the crisps out of my system, but the thoughts out of my system, mm-hmm. then eventually I would I just not have this need to keep eating crisps anymore. And the scientific part of that is that once my body gets less salt and shit in my body, that when I do have it down the line, my body kind of rejects it. It's like not used to having as many crisps anymore. That if I have crisps, I can't have as many as I used to because it's just acid reflux i feel like shit and so now the time it takes me to have another pack of crisps is longer because my brain remembers last time you had a pack of crisps you felt like shit and you made yourself sick i don't want that feeling anymore so now when i think about crisps i think about how sick i was and then the crisp thought comes in and i'm like actually you know what i don't really i'd rather not and so the psychology of just thinking and doing to get it out of your system eventually if you want to stop something you'll catch up on those thoughts you can't just stop something now because your brain's like for 30 days scheduled to do stuff by default you can't just stop it eventually you'll get to like the 27th 28th day your brain's like actually i know now that um in 28 days i'm going to be going on holiday or in 28 days i'm going to be stopping crisps so now you'll start to pack your shit a week before we will start to stop wanting these crisps a few weeks before so that when the time comes you're ready to go on holiday you don't want the crisps anymore so there is a step there is a psychological psychological pattern to not to get yourself out of addiction and it's the complete opposite to what people think it's a mind thing it's not a substance thing yeah even though the substance can be addictive absolutely used to it yeah absolutely and it also comes down to like how much do we actually run on autopilot because oftentimes you know people would eat crisps not because they they feel like they need it in the moment, but because they're used to doing it. It's like, like even a cigarette. smoking. People yeah, it's like a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, it's like they, they, they if they would really think oft, often or sometimes they wouldn't even, you know, feel like I actually need it right now. It's just I'm used to doing it. It's an autopilot thing. It's a habit. People like... I would say, you know, 80% of the things they do during the day is run on autopilot. Even like, you know, driving, people 
when they drive the same route every day, they don't even have to think about it. They just do it. It's just a habit. So often, like the things that we do is not always necessarily because we need to do them. It's because we're used to doing them or we are we don't necessarily feel the need to change it or we might feel the need or we want to change something but we're so in that habit that it takes again willpower to move out of it but first of all then people really need to um because changing a habit can be hard in a way depending how deeply um you're in that habit but truly to understand for themselves and why what do i want to change why do i want to change and creating that willpower but also being consequent with the things right because willpower is very important and then um, implementing that willpower is where you know discipline comes in place and also being consequent with the things you decide to do and other components that come with that as well see to me there's no such thing as willpower it's a lot of nonsense because if you say what is willpower it's, I want a pack of crisps. I shouldn't have a pack of crisps because I'm going to get fat. I don't have a pack of crisps. I've got strong willpower, right? But as I've said, thoughts stay in your head, is what my Tourette's was, until you deal with that thought, okay? I did an yeah. experiment when I was curing Tourette's. Every single thought that came into my head in real time, I would do. If right now I got the urge to have nine crisps, I'd have nine crisps. If I got the urge to have a shower, I wouldn't question it, I'd have a shower. If I got the urge to go to the shopping center, go to town, do this, do that, I would do it, okay, and when I started to do these thoughts in real time, thoughts ran out, and I realized that all thoughts simply just energy aligning itself up with other energies, but if you've got your thoughts at your head, there's, you, you basically, in the, in the universal terms, you are in the correct location where your energy should be, for example, if I get the urge to go to town, and I'm thinking of my friend, that's because my friend is probably in town, but if I fight the urge of my willpower, I don't need to go to town, then I'm not going to see my friend. So I'm out of sync. I'm constantly chasing after a train and I miss the platform, right? Or I'm, I'm at the platform when I miss the train. And if I got the urge to go in my car, I'd go for I remember going around the block seven times in my car, one after the other. So I'd think, get in my car, go around the block, come home. I'd think, get in the car, go in block. I kept doing it and I kept going to town. I remember I went to the casino once and I came back home and I went back to the casino because I thought to go to the casino and leave and go back right eventually mm -hmm. these thoughts did stop that's how i cure tourette's it's about thoughts right so willpower what is truly willpower you could say is i don't need to have these crisps well that in that case then if it's about not the willpower it's about not eating crisps binge on all these crisps to the point where your body doesn't want them anymore that you're not thinking of having crisps that's the willpower part if the willpower is not eating the crisps binge go against the willpower get it out your system and then you won't be thinking of crisps. So the 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 real power of willpower is saying no, but you're not even thinking about it. So you don't have to say no or yes. Right. So therefore, if you have if you want to have good willpower, it's not about saying no. Those thoughts will stay in your head until you do it. If you haven't dealt with your emails, you're going to come back in a few weeks time. It's still going to be there. Deal with the emails. Deal with all your thoughts. You'll have no thoughts. And therefore, there's no such thing as willpower, because like anything, you everything creates momentum. You know, the autopilot, we're used to going to work, getting up at a certain time, going to lunch. Animals migrate every year. Why the fuck do they migrate? They're just following the man in front, right? They're following the bird in front. That's why they fly in the V, right? So, and they, they haven't questioned, like, you know, do we need to really go to Germany this year? Because because of global warming, 
England's actually quite a nice temperature. Why don't we just stay? So you lot fuck off to Germany. I'm going to stay here because I've got my river. No one does that. They just follow. Um, so that's how you get strong willpower. You do the opposite to willpower. Can you get her out? <laughs> you do the opposite to willpower and then yes. um, eventually have no thoughts. And so there's no choice between do I have it or not because there's no thought. And that's called meditation, stillness, mindset, whatever. Can I get something out of the water? No. Fuck off. It'll be 15 minutes. I'm going now. And it would... I Hang think on one I... sec. One sec. One yes. sec. What do you need? I need my jacket. Sorry. Right. Tell me you were doing a podcast. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Not today, did you? Goodbye. And <clears throat> I, th- I think with... Um... <laughs> with willpower it, i think it's also very important to understand the intentions behind what they want what people want to do right like what is their intention what is it that they really want and that's again to like know thyself understand what it is that you want because having a goal having um an aim towards what you want to create for yourself having an intention will help you to move forward will help you give whatever you want to call it willpower will will give you the the strength to um overcome certain situations that are keeping you from getting there let's say somebody wants to be successful and then they don't take the steps right they don't they don't they watch netflix or use their time for other things um when they instead could be using it to progress towards whatever they want to achieve then um if you if you don't have a strong um, idea of what you want to create for yourself, then the motivation behind doing it is more difficult to to have. And therefore, people incline then to be more, um, or let's say, weak-minded in the sense of they give in to things that are not necessarily for their benefit in the moment. So I think understanding what it is they want to do will give them the strength to move through certain things and processing whatever that is holding them back. It's like that crack addict, he's got nothing else to do. If he had an Xbox, all he'd do is play Xbox to get that feeling, right, of that boost of serotonin, whatever. If yes. he's got nothing else because he can't afford an Xbox, it'll be heroin. It could be eating Doritos. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be sex. He's got nothing else to do. He needs a nice feeling. He does something once. It gives him a feeling. His brain wants more of that. It could literally be a lucky dip. It could be Xbox, sex. It could be heroin, whatever. But if, for example, he went on a walk, he might um, meet somebody and um, that person says, um, I've got some uh, some heroin you could have. So now he doesn't just sit with his own heroin. He now has a thought to go to the park to get some heroin. And whilst he's doing that, a squirrel runs past and he gets excited about squirrels. And um, he follows the squirrel and he sees a tree with a hundred squirrels. So he goes back home. He now has a thought to go to the park to get his heroin and chasing squirrels. And then when he sees all those squirrels, he might find a cave. He's like, oh my God, this cave. But then it gets dark, so he goes back home, he does his um, heroin, he goes to the park, he does his heroin, he sees a squirrel, and he goes to the cave, and he enters the cave, and now he sees this, like, tr- uh, tr- this tree full of, say, um, apples. Mm-hmm. So now he's created four, five new thoughts for himself, something to do, to the point where, if he kept doing that, he might have, say, ten thoughts, right? And now, he's only got time to do, say, eight thoughts in a day. So now he has a choice. Do I skip the park bit and then the heroin bit and just go straight to the squirrels, straight to the cave, straight to the tree? Or do I go straight to, say, 
the cave and then the apple tree and then sort of see what's after there to the point where he's not thinking about going to the park. He's not thinking about the heroin. He's not thinking about, you know, the bit along the way. He's focused there. So did he ever have a heroin addiction in the first place? The answer is no, because if he did, he would be going to the cave, going to the apple tree. Fuck, I need my heroin and going back there. But his mind's focused on there. He's getting stimulation of the brain through the apples on the tree, through all the squirrels and then the cave and whatever else is there. That his brain's getting the boost of serotonin, which is what the purpose of the drug is. It's not the drug. It could be the Xbox, as I said. It's he needs that feeling makes him feel good. But it just so happened to come from the heroin to the point where he's not thinking about heroin, not thinking about sex or Xbox. He's thinking about the squirrels because it gives him the same feeling. So the answer is people are bored and they're doing the same thing, expecting a different outcome. And therefore, they do more of that thing because their body gets used to that thing. More porn, more sex, more KFC, more heroin. Yes. Yes. And that's, you know, comes down to, again, like people running on autopilot for most of their day during <laughs> during the days they, um, they live. And I mean, that's, of course, the way how we have progressed in society is that people have become very comfortable in, you know, living in a way i mean if we compare it to people in the past who had to you know work um on fields to grow their food and you know do other work they were more focused on survival in a way but now we have we are still focused on surviving in the sense of we have to make money but our lifestyle is in a way now where we can be very comfortable with how we live be okay with it but most people are are not happy even though they're very comfortable they're not happy and you know being comfortable can be very debilitating in a sense of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because that's not what we um yeah are used to being oftentimes we are not used to feeling uncomfortable um as much as just being comfortable and just you know living our day-to-day -day life so man years ago, right, would be able to all individually say, get that fruit or the fish, go in their own cave, get water. They all individually could get their own four shit. Nobody would need to trade anything, right? You need to go to the other monk and say, can you get me some water? Because they're by the same stream, right? Over time, we got smarter. So now you've got like, okay, well, I've got my four basic stuff. I'm going to try some carrots and some broccoli. So you could trade your carrots with broccoli. So you now trade twice. Nowadays, there's billions of trades. Our whole life is made up of billions of trades that if you want to trade with billions of people, have computer screens, beds, TVs, Xboxes, house, carpet, whatever, furniture, you need to find a way to trade with all these people. And so now you've got the one main currency of, of money, right? But our life is made up of a billion trades and we're only earning enough to trade, say, half a billion. So that's when the borrowing comes in, the mortgage, yeah. the debt, because nobody can afford to trade a billion times. But the main thing is we don't need to trade a billion times. We only need to trade four times, the water, the shelter, the, the food and the warmth or whatever, right? So, mm -hmm. so it, we don't need all these trades. And that's where the unhappiness comes in because you're working your ass off because you want a nice life, you want to go on holiday, you want a nice bag, you want a laptop, you want a phone, you want a nice bed sheet, you want a new, nice mattress, then you want nice wallpaper. You're constantly working your ass off the trade unnecessarily for billions of this shit that you, you don't even actually get the billions of shit. You spend your whole life working for this other thing that you want that when you get there, there's more shit that you want 
or you die of disease because you're so stressed trying to make it. So just reverting back and just thinking, fuck all this shit. Like even shoes, right? I love walking barefoot. I walk around barefoot all the time. People just stare at me like, why the hell am I wearing barefoot? Mm. Right? That's when I feel my greatest. Like I literally walk barefoot all the time, right? Shoes are like 40 quid or whatever. It's like, okay, well, why do I need five pairs of shoes? The answer is why not? I'm a human being. You know, it's nice to have shoes. I'd happily walk around naked, right? But, but but you have to have all this type of shit. But it's like the amount of hours you have to do to make a £40 shoe, to make another £40 shoes if you want five shoes, that's even before you bought damn socks. Then you got to have outfits. And that's before you bought the house and the shoes. I mean, fucking hell. Wi-Fi, TV, going out for dinner, pay the waiter a tip, the, the, the drink the coffee the dessert this is like every time you want some something you gotta tr- you work for an hour if you think about an average trade is 10 quid the average wage is 10 pound an hour mm-hmm. i mean christ you're never going to get anywhere no i mean that's right like with con- the way how um consume like consumerism the way how that's developed in order to make people you know buy stuff work and then buy work and then you know pay bills and all of that is like this whole system that is created in a way for us to just consume things and um, pay so that we can keep consuming even though we don't actually need it. I mean that that is definitely um, a big yeah. I think I mean you know problem in a sense of that people put their focus then on things that they don't actually need whereas they could maybe invest what they earn, the extra money um, in themselves in a way, use it for things that can make them, you know, grow or better whatever they understand it, you know, to be, whatever they think to become better is if they want that. And that again also comes down to like purpose, right? What's what what purpose what purpose do you feel like you're living your life? What what is it that you want to achieve in your life? What makes you happy and com- comes also down to how connected you are with yourself in order to truly be able to answer these things. Most people are not really connected with themselves, so they don't really know what they want. And then, you know, not having to deal with these thoughts because it can be very uncomfortable because it can put you in a place where um, you just don't really know where to go. And then you fill up these, um, you know, you fill up your day with things that are not really necessary. You buy things that are not really necessary to kind of keep you distracted from, again, what your purpose is or what it is that you really want to do and things like that. It's a good distraction. Yeah. Let's end it there. Anything you want to promote? Um, I mean, people can go visit me on Light Bean Coats, my website. And yeah, that's Instagram. Um, also like being codes, yeah. Okay, wait there, I'm just gonna press stop. Howdy, thanks for listening to my episode. Uh, if you could remember to rate and review the episode after you've listened, that'd be fantastic. And also subscribe so when I release a new one, you get a notification. And also, please tell your friends on socials about me podcast. Now I'm going for a poo, I'll be back later. Have a great day and speak to you soon.